This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, as always, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today, we're going to take a little detour, but not too much, because everything is related to everything else in life. This is the first in a three-part series of podcasts looking at moral development and how we might address morality and moral reasoning in our schools. Now, there's two theories of moral development that we'll look at, Lawrence Kohlberg's Levels of Moral Reasoning and Carol Gilligan's Stages of Ethical Care. Both these theories have come under criticism in recent years for a variety of reasons. The usual complaint is that the research upon which they were based was not valid or reliable. However, remember, a theory is a way to explain a set of facts. Different theories describe different facts differently. And theories don't predict human behavior. Rather, they help us understand human behavior. So it is with these two theories. So let's begin by defining our terms. What is morality? What is a moral person? If you observed a moral person, what behaviors might you see? Is morality the absence of negative traits or the presence of positive traits? Can you have both kinds of traits and still be considered to be a moral person? What then is immorality? These are all questions for which there are no easy answers. Now, some might describe morality as a code of behavior based on a set of values. But what values? Whose values? Where did they come from? Others might define morality as a matter of conforming to the right rules of conduct. Here, moral behavior would, would be those or that behavior that falls within defined boundaries. But who defines the boundaries? What criteria were used? Still others would define morality as adopting and adhering to traditional values. But whose tradition? The tradition of indigenous people? A feminist tradition? An African-American tradition? A white male Eurocentric tradition? A corporate colonial tra uh, tradition? A worker's tradition? A Buddhist tradition? Whose tradition? Now, a purely behavioral view of morality purely behavioral, would describe it as a set of behaviors. Now, are there any behaviors that can be thought to be universally right and wrong in every situation? Are there? Now, think about this. Long ago, there was a man living in a small fishing village who went out during the night and sank all the boats in the village. The villagers were outraged at this immoral behavior. It's wrong to destroy the property of others. His action deprived the villagers of their ability to feed their families. Thus, they destroyed his house and beat him. But it was later learned that the man knew that an attack from an invading army was imminent. The villagers were able to escape the invaders by crossing a bridge and burning it down after them. Sinking the boats gave the villagers enough time to safely flee into the mountains. Had the invading armies had access to the boats, hundreds of lives would have been lost. Sinking the villagers' boats was the moral thing to do, and the man did it at great cost. Here's another thought experiment. 
Think of the most heinous act you could imagine. Don't think about it too long. Imagine now that space aliens came to you and said, unless you commit such an act, they would blow up the planet. What would be the moral thing to do? Now, this is a thought experiment. Nobody is recommending that anyone commit heinous acts or blow up the planet. It simply shows that defining morality strictly in terms of behaviors can be limiting. This doesn't mean that everything is relative, that there's no such thing as right or wrong, and that moral issues should not be addressed in the classroom. Far from it. The classroom is exactly the place to have these discussions. Now, here is a concept of morality that can be applied in most classrooms. And I'm going to give you a definition of morality, so don't freak out. Morality is this. Any thought, behavior, or action that serves to nurture or give to the self, others, and the environment, that is moral behavior or morality. Give to the self, person, to the people around you, and the environment. The environment around you, not just the ecosystem, but the environment around you. So, in the same fashion, immorality would be any thought, behavior, or action that takes away from or harms the self, person, other people, or the environment. Now, often the most moral response is determined by what is the greatest good for the greatest number. Things are seldom black and white. All right, this is the end of our first podcast looking at addressing morality within our schools. Number two, we'll look at Kohlberg's levels of moral reasoning.